0: and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our team, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker III, and you are tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So excited to have you connected on today, and make no mistake about it, this is going to be a great day for you. I am so excited to share with you from my heart these principles around leadership to help leaders come together and grow together. This is the place we call Ground Zero for leaders, because iron sharpens iron. There is a leader emerging in you. We want to see that leader come to fruition. I'm so grateful and thankful. Let me tell you, I am so encouraged by so many of you who write us, who let us know this podcast is blessing you. And I encourage you to continue to share this podcast with as many people as you can. You know, people who need that next level of leadership training, send them the link. Let them know. Subscribe to Next Level Leader Podcast, Dr. Joseph Walker, because we're trying to reach a million people. You're going to help us do that. And I'm so incredibly thankful for you. Also, I want to encourage you to definitely follow me, JosephWalker3, on Instagram. That's the place where we connect, we share, and we can communicate in such a powerful way. Now, my content, my books, and all of that, you can follow me there. Go there on josephwalker3.org, my website. And I promise you there's a lot there you could use. That will be a tremendous blessing to you. I'm really excited about this subject today because <laughs> it's one that I've learned some time ago. There are many people who, who ask me, what do I do when I'm in a situation and this is that moment. This is that moment when God opens up a door. This is that moment when I believe that things can go incredibly upward on my trajectory or they can go south. Today, I want to help you understand how to command the moment. I want you to hear that, commanding the moment. There are these moments in all of our lives where doors open up, opportunities present themselves, and these are the moments you have to step into and you have to own it. You have to command it because what you must realize is that these moments come and as fleeting as they come, they go. And if you do not command that moment, make full proof of that opportunity, it may not come back again. I think it's important for you to realize a few things, and I want to help you understand how to command your moment. Many of you right now are about to walk into moments, and you need to realize that there is a certain position you have to have, a certain posture, a certain mentality as a next-level leader in order to command it. The first thing I want you to do is to overcome your insecurities. Let's be very clear. Insecurities have no place in these moments. When these doors open up, these opportunities present themselves, this is not the time to begin to doubt yourself, to begin to walk around and say, well, you know, I don't know if I can do this. and You begin to think histrionically about your past failures or what have you. You've got to overcome all of your insecurities. Stop living comparatively with other people thinking that you're not qualified enough. You've got to exude an amount of confidence. And I'll talk about that in my third point. But I want you to really process what I'm saying here. Ladies and gentlemen, insecurities will be a chokehold upon your future. You've got to overcome those things. What people said about you and maybe some of the mistakes you made in your past. And now you're gun shy. Well, what are they going to think about me? Because now you're living your life based on the perception of other people and you're transferring those perceptions to these moments. And the folks who which you've been encountering are not even concerned about those things that people who could do nothing for you were saying about you. So it's important that you overcome insecurities. I want you to really think about what insecurities in your life are preventing the blessing of God from coming to fruition in your life. And then begin to write those things down. And I want you to write them down. What are my insecurities? And I want you to begin to put a big X across them and declare, I'm overcoming it. I'm overcoming it. I'm overcoming it. Because if this door is opening up, this opportunity is presenting itself, please understand, this has nothing to do with your insecurities. This is about a moment. It's about a moment that you must command. Often when people do their insecurities before God, when moments happen, God literally helped them understand he had factored that in and that those insecurities were of no consequence to the fulfillment of their vision, his vision for their lives and their purpose. Moses is called by God, and Moses brings up his insecurities. But Lord, I have a speech impediment. I'm old, beyond age to do this. (laughs) But God speaks beyond his insecurities. Jeremiah, the same. Lord, I'm too young. They're going to make a mockery of me. But God speaks beyond his insecurities. Purpose is greater than your insecurities. This moment is greater than your insecurities. So you have to walk in it. You have to trust that this is a moment, a very significant moment in your life. And that's why, number two, remember that you've been prepared for this. I don't care what people say. I don't care what it looks like. I need you to remember you, yes, you, have been prepared for this moment. Everything you've gone through, the ups, the downs, the letdowns, the disappointments, the the bankruptcy perhaps, or the financial strain you've had, or the challenges you've had to overcome, the employee situation, or just a variety of things. All these things have been preordained. They have been purposed for you to go through. You know, I, I believe that scripture so strongly that says in Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Why? Because I truly believe that. I really believe that everything that occurs in our life is tied to the next thing. And often it's preparing us for what we do not know. And so you have to look at your life and realize, wait a minute, (laughs) I'm more prepared for this than I know. You cannot let the enemy whisper in your ear, you're not prepared for this. You can't do this. It's too big for you. No walk in there with your life experience. Walk in there with a sense of confidence. You got to walk in there declaring that I know I'm prepared for this based on what I've gone through, what I've had to survive, what I've been exposed to. Man, you are more than prepared. I want to say it again. You are more than prepared. So when you come to that moment, don't half step, don't don't tiptoe around it. Don't don't move with hesitancy because you are fearful of People not thinking that you're ready for it. Walk in there. And that's why this third point, you see, I, I'm just, I keep bringing it up because it's so important. You've got to exude confidence. This is where it is. When you're in a moment, man, confidence is so important. Let me tell you something. People who are incredibly successful, who are in positions to create opportunities for you, a partnership, or provide funding for your organization, or what have you, people like that are drawn to confidence. Not uncertainty, and not arrogance. You have to be clear. My confidence cannot be confused with arrogance. I'm not arrogant. I'm incredibly grateful and humble at the opportunity. But I'm going to walk in there with a sense of confidence that I, I, I literally have worked my tail off to get here, and if this is the opportunity that God has provided for me. I'm not going to walk in there with my head down and talking all low. I'm going to walk in there with my head up and looking somebody in the eye and tell them that this is what I believe that I am assigned to do. So I want you very clearly. And concise to be very, very, very confident in this season. And don't doubt what God has placed inside of your life. Don't lose your confidence. And really, your confidence is not so much in you as it is in God working through you. As a next-level leader, you've got to maintain a level of confidence. Now, here's number four. It's about executing the game plan. Let me tell you something. You gotta go in there not fumbling, not fiddling around. When you get in these moments, you gotta have a game plan of execution. When God opens up a door for you, man, you've got to have the plan already together. You got to have your talking points together. You gotta have your team together. You don't go in there trying to figure it out or say, well, I'll get back to you, I'll bring that report. No, when I go into these settings, I'm prepared. I've got my game plan together. I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna make sure I'm very clear about my vision. I'm gonna make sure that I I perform at a high level. When I get this opportunity, I'll leave nothing on the table. I won't be having anything to get back around to. I want to make sure when I show up in these moments as a next-level leader that everything I need is presented in that moment. So often I see leaders who, who walk in these spaces and they say, well, I don't have that, but I'll get it back to you. I'll email it to you or I'll do this. No, if I'm going into that space that I recognize this as a moment that I must command, I'm going to have everything ready. I'm going to have every email, ready to send in that moment, you got it. While I'm talking to you, I've already emailed it to you. The proposal, I've already emailed it to you while we're talking. I'm going to have all of the graphs. I'm going to have everything I need, the funding, the, 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 the financial, you know, the capital stacks, everything I need. I'm going to have that stuff when I show up. I'm not going to give this person a time to forget about me. I want them to know I'm right here. It's happening right now in real time. And I'm ready. I'm prepared. I came ready. I showed up ready to perform, ready to make this thing happen. That's how you command a moment. That's what impresses people who want to partner with you. People that want to be a blessing to your organization. People that want to come alongside what you're doing. This is what impresses people like that because they are people who are prepared and prepared people appreciate prepared people. Now, What's also important here, and I want you to get this, is knowing your audience. Let's pause here for a moment. Knowing your audience is important, right, because a lot of people go into a situation and they don't have situational awareness. One of the things I talk to my mentees about so often is have situational awareness. Knowing my audience has a lot to do with the nature of my presentation, the length of my presentation, my presentation as it relates to how I dress, who I engage in those moments, who I invite to come with me. Knowing my audience matters. You know, when I do speeches and I speak for commencements or baccalaureate services or conferences or what have you, I've learned how to, you know, pivot in each space because I know my audience. So if I'm speaking at a technology conference, there's a certain language I use, there's a certain way in which I engage that audience differently than I would engage a crusade at a revival center versus a commencement at a university. Each place, I know my audience. And so it's important, even as I'm sharing a business plan or sharing an idea with someone who has an incredible capacity to support me, I want to make sure I understand. I want to do my research. I want to understand everything about that person or that place that I'm connected to. I'm not showing up in a place of discovery. I'm showing up already aware of it. Heard about this, and I've heard of you like this, and I understand the history of your organization. And I understand. See, this is a person who shows up and has done their homework. And that's why it's important to know your audience because it helps you prepare your speech, it helps you prepare your presentation, it helps your team understand the different nuances in that organization, and even what may be occurring. You can't have your head in the sand. You got to know what's happening in that organization. Sometimes you can be moving in a space. Right. And and you forget. So it's important. Very, very, very important that we understand, ladies and gentlemen, that we understand who our audience is, what the situational awareness is, what those folks have gone through, what they're dealing with in their organization and the history and their hopes. All those things are tied together. And when you engage them, you have a sense of awareness of what's happening. Here's number six. Presentation is not the length, but the strength. Now, (laughs) I want you to get this. A person like me who often is presented with a lot of different proposals all the time and people want to meet with me and share ways in which they can partner and they come in and et cetera. One of the things that I will tell you for people who sit in these spaces I sit in, if you can understand the strength in your presentation and not the length, you'll fare well. If you come in and you've got like this 45-minute to an hour presentation, you're not going to make it. You're not, you're not going to get support. But if you come in and you can hit that thing in 15, 20 minutes, and you're strong and it's clear and you provide questions and answers, and you're like literally just give me 20 minutes of your time, man, it's an amazing thing that can happen. The attention span being about 13 minutes there and then allowing that person to ask questions and answers and showing things in graph and images and et cetera, or being able to present what you're trying to do in such a way that is strong and not long, because we often think that lengthy means that it has more substance. In fact, it doesn't. You know, we have to get to a point where we understand and appreciate who our audience is. And so I want you to really think about this. Scale some of that stuff back that you want to say or that you want to do. You get it in the presence in these moments. You don't have a lot of time. You get a door open with Say a high level functioning person, Tyler Perry or Oprah Winfrey, or you get a door open for a Bill Gates or someone who has a major platform. You're like, you got to go in that space and you got to hit it quick because those people are moving quickly and you got to be willing to sell yourself and sell your product and move what you're doing in such a powerful way versus going in there telling the whole story and sitting there for, they don't have that kind of time. Neither do I. And if you are a next level leader, you don't have that kind of time either. The best presentations. Are not the ones that are alone, but they're the ones that are strong. Now, let's review what we've heard so far. I love this. We've got to overcome our insecurities. Commanding the moment means we've got to get beyond what people have said about us, our failures, get beyond all of the things and mishaps of our past. And we've got to own this moment. Your insecurities can put a chokehold on the manifestation of your destiny. So you've got to declare. What are my insecurities? Write those things down. Put a big X around all of them. Say, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I'm not going to carry these insecurities where I'm trying to go because it's important that I remember, number two, that I was prepared for this. I would never be in this situation. God would have never orchestrated this moment if I were not prepared for it. Please don't doubt yourself. All of what you've gone through, remember. The life experiences that you've had have prepared you in more ways than you could ever imagine. And it will be made known to you why you went through what you went through, because you'll begin to look back and say, man, this is helping me deal with this situation so much better based upon what I've already experienced. And number three, exude that confidence. Walk in that confidence and don't doubt yourself. Keep your head up. Maintain eye contact. Walk with the level of assurance, not arrogance, but complete confidence that you know what you are called to do. And then know your audience. Let's be clear. I want you to know your audience. But let me back up a little bit. Execute your game plan. Execute. Go in knowing what it is you want to do and be ready to execute that accordingly. And then know your audience. There it is. Know who you're dealing with. Do your research. And then realizing that as I present in these moments, commanding the moment means that I've got to make certain my presentation is strong and not long. But number seven, and finally, I want to tell you today: make yourself memorable. <laughs> How do you stand out? How will this organization, these folks, this personality remember somebody like you? They'll remember you by your creativity by your confidence, by your character. They'll remember you because what you were willing to do is come into that space and you were willing to do what nobody else was willing to do. So when you walk in that space, walk in there with a level of confidence and make sure you're there to make yourself memorable. Make yourself memorable in a way that says, no matter what's happening, I will be remembered. I will never let them forgive me. I'm going to always put myself and insert myself into future conversations because of my creativity, my innovativeness. That's what I'm going to do. So I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be strengthened. I want you to know as a next-level leader, this is what it looks like when you make yourself memorable, you walking there with confidence, owning the moment, have your stuff together, and then remember, things about that organization that nobody else remembers. And man, (laughs) that's when the contracts are signed. That's when you get the project. When you understand how to command these moments, great things happen in your life. Well, I hope that blessed you today. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you will stay connected to me right here in this space. Let me know if this has blessed you at josephwalker3.org, josephwalker3 on Instagram, more specifically, I want to hear from you. Follow me. Share this podcast with as many people as you can. And remember something. You are a next-level leader, and there are great moments about to hit your life, but you got to command these moments and not be intimidated and let these moments pass you by. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you, and until next time, I pray God's richest blessings be upon you and yours. Until then, you be blessed. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.